Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com 
Welcome back to the Ross Patterson oh, Revolution. Oh, isn't it nice? Sorry. No, you said it. You said it great. This is it the great. first time I think I've ever been on your show. It has. It, it is the first time you've been on my show. God, I have all these friends with cool podcasts, and I, I never get invited on uh, ever. Right? Ever. Who else keeps ditching you? Uh, you know, I haven't been on Rocco's <clears throat> podcast yet. The oh yeah yeah, yeah. I rock. haven't either. I haven't either. Yeah. Um. You know. So I don't know. It's okay. I guess I just I've attribute on, it to I've me been being on, kind of stupid. Yeah. So. Well, I've been on. I've been on Launch Code. Um. I feel. I feel like yeah. I, it's you. I'm, I, look, I don't want to say it's you, but it's you. It's probably me. <clears throat> it's and definitely I'm okay you. with that, you know? It's definitely you. Well, I can't always be cool. What I like doing shows with you in person is that I get to see, I get to see your lovely face. Up close and, and personal. Right? We are... Yeah. We're... We're no more than a meter away. This you know? is like Jesus staring at God, I feel like, where it's like, man, who is better? Yeah, you know, who is or better? Or maybe just two rainbows looking at each other, like if we combine powers, we could be a double rainbow. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? By myself, I'm just a little old rainbow, but together I'm a double rainbow. I'm a double rainbow You can together. find my pot of gold. Uh, I want to dive into your life today, actually. Oh, shit. I Let's know. get in the deep yeah. end and dive I, in, bro. I want to fucking really get into Matt Best, because sure. we, never, we never really do. I'm cool with that. We, we talk about what come strippers, everything else on drinking you know, bros. It's the drinking bros. It's actually you know, it is. It I'm is. not going to ask you about anything about that on ah, on, on cool. Ross Patterson Revolution. Yeah, we have we have some classier guests from time to time. Occasionally, occasionally, I try not to drag them down into the deep end of, of yeah. Of my I, but I can be classy, you know, and then you I can, can be disgusting. Absolutely, I, I live usually about in the middle. You, you, you know that you live your you life a quarter mile at a time. You've been staying at my house. You do. Um, it's always your. You, it's always for, classy. It's always nice. You always have the best food. Thank you. you. Always have the best food across the board. I'm a foodie. Yeah, and and you are actually a very very good. I don't mean to use the word actually. I hate when people say that. Your sure. product is actually good. Yeah. You are a good house guest. You try to be very very nice. Try to be when it's like if I, if like last night was like hey it's ten I'm gonna cruise into bed with the lady spend some time yeah, yeah. like. Gonna do my own thing in the room. Exactly, that's awesome. Ended up watching the Grammys on uh, on the old uh, <laughs> the uh, computer interwebs. Yeah, on the interwebs. Streams. So uh, it, it's nice. Whenever people want to overstay their hang, you know, throughout an evening where you're just like, man, do you just do you not get it or like get what's going on? Well, you know? I mean, if it was like a four day weekend once a year that I only got to see you, but we cross yeah. plaz, we were just together. We, for we hang a, shot a lot. Show in Vegas. Yeah, we, we, and, we hang a lot. So, and it's, and and it's, it's a nice. school night, you know? But well, it's I, also a friendship bond. And I think a lot of people overstep their friendship boundaries where you're just like, hey, man, he's married. Probably wants to go in and hang out with his right. wife before he has to go to work in the morning. Because well, some people don't understand. Well, you though. never know where schedules, right? Because yes. even today, I'm supposed to fly out. I thought tomorrow, and then it's like plot twist: you're flying in three hours oh, to yeah. the airport. And so I'm like, I'm glad I got a little cuddles in with the wife last night. It was because it was. Is she home not home. going with you today? No, nah, no, nah, it's just a quick trip. I got meetings okay. all fucking day. Because so. what what I like and how busy your schedule is for the audience is. At first, I heard you guys were going to Guatemala <laughs> to meet the president of Guatemala. And that was a real thing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you were hanging out with the, the president of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, um, doing, doing shit with them. And then now you guys are going to San Antonio. Like, mm -hmm. changes a lot. Like, you're, you're really moving on a dime. Yeah, you know, it's like I feel with our schedules at this point, you you schedule things out maybe a month or month or two in advance because you're like, oh, this would be a cool experience. It yep. might be advantageous for the company, but then the Asked. company moves so yeah. freaking fast that it's nothing you, you do. You have to prioritize travel, or you you need to make a fucking double. And, Parent, and I, that technology doesn't exist yet. Yeah, so. but but tell me if you feel the same way. Like like pa parents, family members, and or wife hates that where it's just. Hey, I, so I got to go to this thing tomorrow. I'm really sorry. And they're like, what? 
but we have the the whole fucking and I'm just right. like I know I I I just found out right now that's never good enough um at least for my family and well, life and having a child man like even just being married yeah. like I don't really get that much time alone with my wife and you know we try to travel together quite often but even when we travel like you know shot show for instance I mean I'm up at six we try to get a quick lift in and then yep. the whole day I'm gone and then maybe doing a live event until 10 p.m. and then by the time I get back to the hotel room I just need like an hour of you know gone catching up on some emails maybe listening gone, to a little yeah. music uh, and then uh showing out and going to bed reset, yeah. going to bed and I want to dive into your entire life uh thank you for being on course, first I got some sponsors who Let's pay for the show to be on the air one of them may or may not be your company um, at the top, it says brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, and, and you were one of the owners of Black, Black Rifle. Rifle Coffee. Is that a, is that a gun company? It's, no, you know what it is? It's a premium roast-to-order coffee that, that has delicious blends. Um, and if I was them, I would have like a coffee club where you could get reoccurring shipments without getting charged a shipping fee. I know. And you know, prioritization as far as new releases. It and shows up to your house God, every single exact so day that you order it. And uh, they have K-cups or bags. It's not like I've said these before, but... Um, <laughs> Caffeinated as fucking jug, just black is my fucking jam. Uh, mm. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Um, you you were one of the co-owners of it. I, I definitely am. You yeah. know, um, I consider myself number two in the company yeah. behind Mr. Hafas. All right, been business for you know over three years now, and as you know, it's a sweet organization, man. We're it's great. We're we're more than just a coffee company. We are a culture. Best we, coffee on the planet. Uh, that is not a lie, actually. Next up, we got we got uh, straightrazors.com. That's, yeah, there we go. There we go. Jesse, Jesse usually gives the old. She's got the. Yeah, lady of a thousand voices. Like so you that. have Dave here who's running the show. Uh, we're out of Salt Lake City today. I have Jesse. Uh, I broke the glass ceiling with her. Because, um, you know, right around last year after the elections where I started doing my show, uh, I, I decided to hire a female producer. And uh, mistake. mistake. Mistake, yeah. Yeah. Women... Uh, I don't want to say they shouldn't be able to vote still because that's, <laughs> oh um, but she knows, you know, because uh, she knows she shouldn't be driving either. And uh, <laughs> the mistake she makes, she so it's woman nice. Asian. It's, it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's nice to be on a thing uh, with, a, with, a, with a nice man running the ship. You know what I'm saying? Um, sure. Yeah. Unequal pay. We're, we're a hashtag un- unequal pay show. So um, I don't <laughs> let Jenny ha- or Jesse have anything. Did she just uh, forget Jenny? I know. Uh, both. I don't let her have anything. Whatever I decide <laughs> to call zero. her, Jessica. Yeah. Do you uh, see Noel? I let Noel leave the house today. I'm just kidding. She's, yeah. she's kind of the boss around yeah. here. So. <laughs> but anyway, she the one thing she is good at, the only thing just the one. she's good at is, is the sound effects. Yeah, she's really I'm trying good. to replace she, you, yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Trying to replace you. What up, girl? Uh, straight straightrazors.com has the best shaving products in the biz. Uh, their kits look like they they came from fucking Tombstone. It's the nice shit. Um, they've got every product for man available. They got uh, beard oils, conditioners, shampoo. They even got shampoo and conditioner for men. Ooh. Ooh, and their aftershave smolder number one ranks in the world. So is their cologne smolder number one ranks in the world. I use both. Um, but every product you need to be a man and father's day is coming up in, uh, three months. And I know what you're saying. That's a long time away. You're going to forget. Go to straightrazors.com. Yeah, guess what? Buy yourself a kit. You think three months is a long time, but your father planned you nine months before you came to this world. So yeah. the best thing you could do is rethink it and order that shit three months before. Do you think you th- your father planned it? Or was he just oh, like, definitely oh, not. I was drunk. Definitely no, I was not. Drunk. It was, know. uh, 
I, I, I yeah. was an accident, and there's a little more to the story, but you know, yeah, my, I, I, my, I was an accident. My mom was 20 when she had me, and I I can't think that that was on purpose. Of like, oh hey, I'm 20. Yep, time to pour, plump out a baby. Yeah, doubt it. Doubt it. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for 20 percent off. Last but not least, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. <laughs> Heard that sponsor before. Ooh, once or twice. I put, I put a little on myself, uh, if I'm feeling down, if my boner feels down, sometimes I look at myself and say, hey, you know what, Ross? Your dick looks a little sad today. Let's, let's, how do uh, we chipper it up? How do we bong it? Yeah. How do Call we it bong it? How do we, get, how do we get it going straight eight? You know, straight, like just straight, up, straight up, up, up in the air. Strike force energy. The grape uh, seems to really respond to my ball sack. Um, I put a little on there first, and then I go original for yeah, the shaft. Well, the grape on a, on balls is merely, it's like what uh, Botox to your wrinkles in your face yeah. is. It really tightens, tightens it up. Tightens and your ball Usually area. if you do that, it adds a little um, you know, good taste for if you get your balls licked. Yeah. And, it, and it makes them more aesthetically appeasing to your significant other. So. And it also makes her last longer. You know, because she's got more energy to do more it things. Because it, it is, does. by the way, uh, my listeners. It's know, called Strike Force Energy. You can come twice. Yes, you can come twice, and it is ass eaten season. So, <laughs> is there um, a season for that? Yeah. Well, I I named uh, it a season. So okay. here here are my dates. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Ass eaten season technically technically goes the last week of September. Okay. Through the first week of of April. Okay. Uh, reason so, being, heat. You're getting into the summer months. Yeah, yeah. So fall and winter, ass eating season. Spring and summer. But, c- but plot congratulations. Twist, your your attire is going to be a lot thicker. So let's just say you get into a heated room and you oh, and you plussed up for yeah. that that Salt Lake City Park City weather right. and frigid. Yeah. And then you sit down. You're actually more of an oven than if you're rocking board shorts during the summer. So I it's don't. all about. The time of the day, I believe, too. Maybe. Uh, What I will say is this. If I'm going out and it's a colder climate like Utah, I go jacket, maybe like a long sleeve. I I was never like the long underwear guy of like, man, I've really got to put. I know you're not. You go go flip flops down to five degrees. If it's over five degrees, then it's flip flop weather for you. It, It is. And honestly, if there's snow on the ground, I don't care. Um, yeah, I still wear flip flops. Still, still wear flip flops. As you're saying that, I have Vans on right now, and my Vans are off my feet. Oh, they- <laughs> I fucking hate shoes so much. Why is that? Because they're coffins for your feet. I'm yeah. a peacock captain. You gotta let them fly. You gotta let them fly. You know, I'm not like the weird guy that like walks around and like gross ass floors. With my, I, but like when I'm camping, I don't like to wear shoes. It's just you're not a shoe guy. I, no, I'm a shoe guy. I'm shoe like I, I work in shoes. I gotta have shoes on. By the way, promo code for uh, Strike Force Energy is twenty uh, percent off, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. I am a shoe guy always. I, I will wear shoes if I'm working, just e- even around the house doing sketches, yeah. uh, writing anything. So that way, it feels like I'm physically doing a job, and and that's it. Um, if I'm barefoot, that means I am relaxed. I am somewhere that like oh. I'm not doing anything but eating ham, maybe on a stick or Ooh. something like just unwinding, you I know, like just a simple on a unwind. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my psychology is a little different behind that because I think that I had to put on kit and things for so many years doing sure. different jobs at the military and government that now when I want to work, I'm like, wow, I have a laptop. That's where my workstation is. So I'm like, well, I just want to be turn the fireplace on, cozy up the toes. Yeah. You know, I guess my, my grandfather was in the military. Uh, he was in World War II, and he lived on the beach in, in Long Beach Island for many, many years. And he would he would never let me wear shoes. So he would be like, "Hey, if we're going out, take take your shoes and socks right. off." And I was like, "Why? Why is that?" And he goes, "You need to toughen up your feet. Yeah. It's it's important for a man to have tough feet." 
What? Why is that important? Like, I, uh, well, that, I mean, maybe back in the forties. That's what I said. Know? Yeah, but like that—that that was his thing. He used to claim it was a military thing, and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't. Well, I don't considering, think you are. I mean, I don't know. If, when you wear boots and all that, you know, if you do a twelve-mile ruck march and you have soft bitch feet, they're 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 uh, peeling all the layers go. back for sure. But yeah. then if you don't take care of your feet and you have hyper big calluses, they're going to crack really bad too. So you're kind of up ship creek without a paddle. Either yeah, way. yeah. The only thing I'm walking twelve miles for is you know like a, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> It's something child related too, of like, oh man, your kid's sick or he's injured. Dude. Great, I'll, I'll go twelve miles or vagina is the other <laughs> but, one. But I got like, oh, I'm honey, I'm twelve, 12 miles, miles away. away. <laughs> I'll be there. Left foot in front of the right foot. We're going. Yeah, I did that once after I kind of stopped doing everything. I was like, man, I'm gonna go fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna rucksack again. And you know, I I think I put like a sixty five pound pack on, and I'm I was like six or seven miles in. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, where did you go? Did why? you go up a mountain or? No, I just, it was like this back where I used to live and it was just this trek that I just, you know, kind of like a runner's path, but then a little bit of mountain terrain as well. Yeah. This is Colorado. And it's just like, what am, why? why? Why am I doing why this? Doing my body it, yeah. doesn't, and knees don't need to endure this at this point in my life. So yeah. I haven't rucked since. Uh, the only time I have hiked that I enjoyed besides like your simple bullshit, like uh, high school experiences where you pull up to a lake. They designate you with a spot. You know, you've got your campfire. You put up tents, maybe fish right there along the the thing. Like I, I haven't hiked in a long time. Big Sur as a kid was one, yeah. um, and then as a child, my dad would go uh, look for Civil War relics. Okay, in his backyard, and he, there's thousands of them that he he ended up leaving to me. Uh, but I thought that was fascinating. Other than that, no desire to hike up a mountain with like. Oh man, I want to go on a 15 mile hike today. Like, is that? Yeah, I don't. I don't exercise do for the for the. Well, I obviously exercise every day, but I'm saying right. I don't go on like long runs or hikes unless there's something at the end. So it's like you know, I don't just. I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. Right. So like, if we want to go hunting or I'm preparing for like a big hunt, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get down and dirty with it. But just to be like, wake up and do a 12 mile ruck march. No, there's far better ways to do cardio there. Like, well, that's coming from a guy who also gets punched in the face at least once yeah. a week. So I don't know if yeah. I'm a good judge of that. But I, that's a hell of a workout. I would I would venture to say this because I went with you. Um, getting a, a workout of that intensity. It has to blow away like a fucking two-hour hike, I would imagine, right? I, I don't know, maybe because it, it looked like you were close to death, and, and not because of <laughs> yeah. not no, because you, totally you weren't fine. good, but so everybody else is as well. Where it's like it's so aggressive that you're like, holy shit, you were out of, I mean, yeah. you were gassed. Ten again, rounds right? of of moderate is intense. Yeah, sparring that, that'll get you, man. I'm yeah, st- I'm still fucking sore today. We had four days off. It shot, boy. Yeah, and then we just <laughs> hop, hopped into two, yeah, two workouts. Two, back two days to back. Me. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. That's my Saturday. Yeah. That's people ask me what I do. Like on my that Saturday is my hobby day. I mean, I usually work from like 3 p.m. on, but that 9 a.m. I sleep in till like 8 8:30. That's my my good night rest. Right, and then I usually hit the gym like we did. Get a little post workout, drive straight to my other gym, get beat up, and then it's like, okay, beer and some decent food, and then uh, start. and then you're good to go it's to a relax. Great day, it's a great day. So look, since let me ask you, since Black Rifle Coffee is blowing up and essentially exploding, you guys are gone all the fucking time. And we try to tell this to listeners um, is like, hey, sometimes people are busy for shows, and it, but I don't think really people understand your schedule. When's the last time you personally took a vacation just for yourself? Oh, I don't, I don't know. 
Like you can't my, think of my, it, right? My wife keeps wanting to do one. I said eventually, yeah, I don't know. I mean, my travel schedule is very similar to back when I was just doing like entertaining with Article 15 clothing and then the movie stuff because right. I was gone a lot. And that's really when I had to like self-reflect and prioritize my life and say, what what's most important? Is a travel day to go do said thing worth it? Or mm-hmm. is that day better spent at home? And, you know, but then more work comes in and you're in your traveling like and crazy. you're buried. Yeah. Yeah. And, eh, you know, I enjoy it. It's fun. Once in a while, it's you kind of wish you had a day or two to kind of, you know, diffuse. And is that the word? Just yeah. Diffuse. Chill, yeah. Unwind. Chill out. Unwind. My my wife made me do it one time because I hadn't no lie. I probably hadn't been on a vacation vacation that wasn't in some way, shape or form work related for maybe 15 years. And she finally was just like, hey, man, you, you got to take one or you're going to. You're gonna die. Like, let's just go blow it out in right. one place, get some babysitters and whatever. And she was right. Uh, I recommend going someplace where your phone doesn't work. Absolutely. That was one of the keys yeah. for me. Where when we landed, we got to the hotel, phone didn't work, emails didn't work. I was like, well, this is well, just a, a piece of yeah. metal that I, I don't have to carry around. And it, but you feel like oh, oh my super God. naked. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it that's was, what we've conditioned ourselves to. Is I know. Like, I mean, everybody does it, and they're texting or something, and they put their phone down. Living and they can't with it. find it in the bed. You like, you legit freak out, and you're like, wait, I don't. It wasn't even ringing. I don't know why I'm freaking out yeah. about this thing. I, so I would recommend you doing it one t- at least just one time for for even three or four days where you went to Hawaii or did something. Because it really does. When you come back, you're like, oh, all right, great. I try to. Like, I'm grateful for this. I try or whatever to piggyback on once. If I go to, we went to Texas a while back and spent, you know, four or five days there working, and then I just used a day or two, and then you know, hung out with some really close friends and relaxed, and that's nice. So I try to just line them up with a work trip where it's a good location. I can sneak away for you know, 24, 36 hours. Where's your one place that you want to go to vacation wise? Where you're like, man, I've always wanted to go to this place, and away, I haven't been away yet. from people. Yeah, but well, where is that? Like Phuket, where you see those, uh, like you know Thailand, where, no, where you see, where you see those. Uh, uh, my buddy had a, a thing where he went, and I, I saw pictures that I've never been, but it was a hut, and it appeared like their own island. Yeah, well, they do these like islands, and I mean they're all over the place, but then they'll put you know I don't know. 10 or 12 cabins, but they're all inclusive and separated. You're right on the water. Something like that would be legit. I just don't, I don't, I can, I'm self-sufficient and independent. I don't need to be waited on, but I like, I like being away from massage is a good massage. I'm not going to turn that down. That'll never end. That'll never end. I heard they're like $40 for the entire day over there. Oh man. They're on staff. I'm getting sore just talking about that. Exactly what I'm talking about. And they just put them right fucking there for you where it's just like, hey, you, you look like you've had a hard day sunning. I think you should probably sit down and let me let me massage you as well. It's funny you say that because we never went on a um, um, I don't even know what they're called when you get married. A bachelor honeymoon. party, a honeymoon. I'm not oh, a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you went right yeah. there, bachelor party. No, I same. By I the don't way. do bachelor parties. So honeymoon, we didn't either. We were you know saving for a house and doing some other shit, and uh, uh, we skipped the honeymoon and ended up going uh, like I don't know a few years later. That's what we talked about. We yeah. might go to exactly like Thailand or something. Just yep. get it spend a little bit of money, get a remote place where we can go fish, enjoy the beach, have copious amounts of sex with each yeah. other, you know, that, that well, kind of well, thing. Well, the problem is when you when you work, especially a big boy job like you have, um, and you get married and all of that stuff, you start to prioritize your time where you're like, man, I, our company's, because you're, you're relatively new, you're under two years, right? Black well, rifle? For three years. Three years. Uh, even within that period, there's so much work to be done to take a full week off to fucking enjoy your life like 
That's almost too much right now for somebody like you would imagine, right? Well, I mean, you could probably make it work, but it's just if there's consistent opportunity and you honestly, you never know. It's like being an influencer. You can be the coolest thing and then the next day you're not. And, And business is that way too. It's, it really it needs the culture and community to support it or you don't have a business if the customer base doesn't you know support you so if the opportunity is there for someone like me you got to run with it because yeah. i don't know when it we have to go search for opportunity whereas now we have opportunity so we kind of have to seize it and and work our fucking assets and also to the follow up yeah because yeah. it'd be almost injustice to what we're trying to do with the company and, and our hiring initiatives if we didn't take hold of the opportunity presented to us right now and like oh well We'll get to that. Exactly. It's it just, it's not in our personality and DNA, just like you. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't uh, not sit still and be like, all right, cool. I'm one of those people, my wife always says that nothing will probably ever be good enough. No. That's what I mean. I Bill Foley, man, the, the owner of the Golden Knights, like he, we, we asked him that exact question. We're like, he's 70 something. The guy is insanely successful, could never work, you know, probably a day in his life. And, you know how many generations of his kids and grandkids and all that would be just fine yeah but we were like hey would you ever retire and he just goes ah i figure that six feet under will be my retirement because he's just work and what he's created yeah. makes him happy and the chase and the thrill of creating and and kind of being at the forefront of business and whatever you're doing in life is is what but brings value to him not sitting on a beach and not having purpose. Yeah, my my wife said it to me, and then I heard Joe Rogan say it to somebody else on one of his podcasts. Of he said, "Look, man, it is hard to get over mentally uh, in your life that there's not a better house for you. There's not a better. Uh, I want a plane. I want a better car. I want a better thing in life. And you wonder where that ends." Um, well, and for, it's honestly kind of weird for someone like me because you know me, I have super inexpensive tastes. I'm a foodie, so I, I love good booze and good food. Good food, yeah. But everything else, I mean, I enjoy having a nice house, but I don't. I even if I made a shit ton of money, there's nothing I want. I don't even want a boat. I don't. I mean, maybe some land. That's right, about right. it. But you do have a TV on your fridge. Th- that is true. <laughs> <laughs> I. But I'm not really. I, shit like that doesn't amp me more like creating and, and seeing people laugh and, and having them feel a part of something that you've built with your friends is so much. That's where I get my value in life from. So hypothetical black rifle sells for a hundred million tomorrow. What is, what does Matt best do the rest of his life <laughs> after that, that he would enjoy, but would also fulfill kind of that competitiveness in business to succeed in something else. Well, I guess if you if you create financial independence in your own life, essentially you have the ability to focus on exactly what makes you happy. I mean, obviously there's certain components in my professional career at this point that I have to do because it's monetary gain for my family and I'd sure. like to own a house outright and yada yada. Yeah, yeah. I've been investing my money since, you know, contracting. So I mean if if I had complete financial independence, I'd rally my best friends who are also my business part partners to include you. Right. And we would say, what fucking awesome shit can we create to make bring value to people's lives? I mean that's really what we're trying to do now. But obviously if, I think I do these shows every fucking day. Like I, oh, th- I, would, I, don't, yeah. I don't think this would change if we were all in the same place and, li- and yeah. living together. I think I'd do one of these every morning and then kind of, yeah, it's kind of like drinking bros. Figure I mean, out the rest of the day. It's it, it's a structure to friendship. So we know that at least twice a week, all of us have to get on a call together or in person. And 
laugh. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. It's, it's selfish because it's fun for us. Yeah. If it brings value to other people's life, it's a win-win. I, I enjoy everything I, because this question was posed to me as well. I, I enjoy everything in life that I'm doing now. Uh, and I don't know how much of it would be that different, to be honest with you. I, I would still do shows every day. I would still write a book. I would take my year. wife on a honeymoon. Yes. Though. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be step one. So tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, guys, I'll be back in two yeah. weeks. I'm going to Phuket, Thailand, and I'm eating delicious food and banging my wife. Yeah, I'd, ret- I'd retire my family. Um, I, w- I would help out anybody who needed with houses and all that shit. Get everybody squared away, college squared away. I'm surprisingly for how fucking crazy I am. I'm a safety first type of guy, both financially but and Both of us are very life. similar. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's all right, great. I my the first big thing that I did once my company started making money and all of that shit was uh, an insurance policy, you know, for my wife. Yeah, wills, like all all of that stuff. I, I didn't go out and buy a car. I didn't uh, go and buy a trip. I didn't do anything. I made sure financially, like everything was squared away. So if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, that that was the thing. See, I'm I'm probably pretty terrible in that sense too. So I have zero debt. And, but then, which I, is great, right? But then I don't buy anything unless I have a significant amount of backlog. Like, hey, I can live three years right. in this way. <laughs> so people, cause people are like, oh man, like got that, you know, whatever, the first check of your book, what are you doing with it? I'm like, oh, I, I bought into my savings yep. account or I, I put it back into one same. of my businesses. Cause it's just like, I'm, I have hyper anxiety about that kind of stuff. S- same thing with the book. First check, every dollar went to an investment property. Nothing, yeah. like not one. I think we we celebrated with Wings. My my wife and I always go to Wings. And that's our big like, oh, hey. Um, it's weird, you know, and I'm not taken away from anybody that has expensive tastes and loves the watches and cars and that. I just, I guess I grew up like not poor, but not well off and I've never Same. had a hand me out my whole entire life. And I'm not trying to be a martyr here, but yeah, no, no, no. My, my biggest fantasy of like, if I ever got a big payday one day, would be like buying, like retiring my mom and dad because they're, they both work. My mom's yep. in her sixties. My father's in his seventies and they're, you know, phenomenal parents. And I, I would just love to be like, Hey mom, you can work, but that's just for your fucking pocket money. Your house is paid it, off. Yeah, you know, so. your mortgage is done. Yeah. We're, we're all done with that. Yeah. That, that to me, would be like fucking so dope. Yeah, and the way I grew up was was very similar where uh, we didn't have that much money. It was always check to check. My dad was doing other jobs because he was starting a company out of the basement and got bigger and bigger, but they didn't explode and do well until I was gone after like college. Right. So I grew up with that chain-eating motherfucker. Uh, like literally, and that was that was our big meal. Uh, like if we went to Olive Garden or uh, we bite it, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like oh man, Red Lobster. If we went to Red Lobster, we jam. Oh yeah, we were we had made it that month where it was like oh man, I can get the scampi and <laughs> like the other like another when side. When you dish? look at your dad, they're like any appetizers, yeah, and yeah. you look over like. What do you want, son? You're like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, we get yeah. an appetizer. <laughs> it was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. As soon as those mozzarella sticks hit the table, I was like, whoa, oh, shit. we're eating like little tiny kings tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, you start treating the weights yeah, out differently. Back, the flaming onion. You're like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you start treating the the waitresses around you differently. No, no, no. no, no. I, I will take more of those Cheddar Bay biscuits, please. Thank I would, you. I would hate to inconvenience you, but I asked for standard horseradish, not creamy, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I had I got an appetizer. If you didn't <laughs> see that, I obviously have the coin. Ranch for everything, please. Ranch 
for everything. Um, so that was that, that was my upbringing as well. So yeah. like when, whenever we go to celebrate things, that still carried over. Like before I got my first movie, like my, the, the big movie, a um, uh, new guy. I think we went to Sizzler that night. Um, you know, and I'd have made a, a decent six-figure payday and all that stuff. Sizzler, uh, every other meeting since has been Wings, where besides if our agents or something takes us out right. and they're like, hey, we're getting a $1,000 bottle of wine or whatever, and that's on us. Like, I get, it, I get but, if it's like company stuff, but we've been in those meetings like, well, we're going to treat you to real nice. I'm like, uh, hey, Buffalo Wild Wings, like the grilled chicken sandwich, man. I'm good on that. Keep, tell you what, buy me two beers too. Yeah. Top notch. Good I'm to go. good, bro. And if it's a lunch, I can butt fuck a Panera Bread. Oh, dude, yeah. I, get, I, I can really get down on that, but, but other people look down on it like, oh, God. It's Panera. Food's great at Panera. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna, and, it, and it's got something for everybody. They're not even <laughs> they a fucking sponsor. sponsor I know they should be. Who does uh, Panera Bread was acquired a while back by? Uh, they were. By, by, I think it was JAB Jab Holdings. I think. Yeah, there are a lot of those. Uh, by the way, so a lot of those companies, uh, restaurant wise, uh, since they're having trouble, um, and it's from millennials because everybody's ordering Grubhub mm-hmm. and uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. Uh, therefore, most of them are shutting down. I just lost the Red Lobster in my town. I oh, found no. out. Yeah, RIP. Um, but they own, uh, Olive Garden, Red Lobster. Um, I want to say like the Carabas and some other chains and then, uh, like KFC, KFC owns like Taco Bell and, right. and all the shit. They're all consolidating. And I think it's eventually going to move to that Grubhub. Oh, you know, and you'll, you'll have somehow a delivery service for every fucking restaurant out there. And oh yeah. It's all based off of convenience for sure. Yeah. And I saw those new Domino's cars that are driverless and I was just yeah. like, Oh boy. That's that's next up. That's next up. Next it's fucking up. Crazy man. It's a real. It's a real fucking crazy thing. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, let me ask you this: you, yeah. you just got married, what, six months ago? Yeah. How is that? It's great, man. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't, I couldn't say. But yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man. My my wife's a sweetheart, dude. It was. It's been a crazy couple. You know. Shit, I've been on social media for five years now, and you know, I, for me, it, it weighs in you a little bit because when you know your hobby becomes work, yeah, a little bit, it can weigh on you. And honestly, being out there, my personal life so much, and you know, it's my own fault. I put it out there a lot, and who I was dating throughout the years and stuff. But you know, when Noel and I met, it was just it was awesome. She's super laid back, supportive of everything I do, and just as long as I treat her well, we're golden. There's no. Like when when we just remove ourselves from not the limelight per se, but like when we go right. to events and all that, she knows it's kind of work and like it's my obligation to hang out with the people that support our businesses and give them ample and valuable time um, because I just want to be an asshole. And then we can remove ourselves and we're removed. We're back to just being a couple, and that's why we got married so fast. Just rock rock solid. Well, the one thing I will say is because we've been best friends three or four years now, this is the happiest I've ever seen you. This is why I wanted to bring up the relationship. Mm. How much has that? changed your life as as far as a, a business sense goes like don't you find that it makes things easier probably um, made me less funny because i don't have spikes and you know in an emotion where i'm like that shit's crazy <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know no yeah. more bikini snaps now that he's married no do, do, you, get, do, all... do you get do you get that shit a lot some people but i mean that's just kind of like the older me i'll still do bikini snaps i mean shit we did a walkthrough video where we blew a fucking chick's clothes off with yeah. a 50 cow I mean, yeah, it's yeah. never gonna be my wife's just kind of 
you know, that's, that's that's for me. She can, she's young and attractive and can show it off how she wants, but there'll never be an obligation to participate in that content that way. And I think that being my wife, it's, I like her a little more reserved and, and that's and, and, and not her being in the video. Yeah. Yeah. She can do it in like in the relationship stuff, but that's what, you know, you can hire models for and, and other yeah. People. And a lot of artists do it. So I yeah. like uh, to this point, I just saw the, the new Justin Timberlake video and uh, he was making out with a rock star hot girl. That definitely was not his wife, you uh, know. But it's separating that for. Well, I'm the, nice enough. I I, I will uh, never write saying. anything yeah. in a skit of making out with a with a chick. But you know, I can for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk after the show. In a movie, Ross nah. wrote this graphic 27 <laughs> minute sex scene. I did say if we ever did the uh, the free two wheels of loneliness or whatever. Or no, uh, janitors. Yeah, janitors. Yeah. She can be the uh, the daughter that gets kidnapped. That uh, way I can go through the sex scene uh, uh, with, with her. her? Yeah. yeah. That's a long... That's 27 minutes. Is well, she ready for something? Like, that, that would be a six-day shoot just for that. You know that, right? Well, hey, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get her done. We've been practicing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about Range range 15. I want to ask you about the sequel. I, that, that is the question we get a ton of yeah. on Ross Patterson Revolution. Will you guys ever do a Rescue 16? 100%. Whether it's Rescue or Janitors or something along the lines with the initial cast for the most part, I think absolutely needs to happen. But I, everybody from Range 15 got, kind of got caught up in their own endeavors, you know, um, yeah. people with TV shows now, business and all of that. And I think that let, let life sort itself for a couple of years sure. and then reconvene. And then I think that will make the project a lot more fun because it's not let's shit out a second one based off of the success of the first first one right not necessarily monetarily but just viewership wise so i'd rather wait till we have a project we all really really care about it and make it almost a reunion that would be fucking sweet so i'd say probably two years or something okay especially if we can have some sort of you know financial backing that isn't um crowd base crowdfunded yeah crowd base i mean that was awesome because we had creative control over it for the most part but i don't want financial backing from somebody that can say yay or nay to any idea i want us to be whatever we come up with and then walk we're gonna fucking do yeah you know and then and then walk away from it yeah because uh once you start getting into investors and look even as crazy as some of my movies are i've dealt with it uh the the first one i learned um not not my mistake because it wasn't a mistake but uh when it got funded especially when it's a higher budget like like that, like a rescue sixteen, the investors want their fucking input into it, and oh, yeah. uh, and and it changes your project. And I watched this movie that that I loved script wise slowly get yeah. knocked down, 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 down. By the end of it, the movie was unrecognizable. Yeah, they're, they're either too risk averse, where they don't want to yep. go super edgy with the content, or they feel that their opinion matters, and they want to say. Well, we helped write that movie just because they had the financial backing. They want to be associated with the project and say that their input somehow, you know, impacted the final the project. Where it's just like you don't write and you're not a filmmaker. You just have money. Sure. So you yeah. didn't. You really, didn't really yeah. do anything. And yeah. then when it fails, of course, it's your fault as the the filmmaker. Oh, exactly. So. It, it, it always is. And yeah. like, because some people go back to. A couple of films that I did, and they were like, oh, man, those were fucking terrible. Why did you do those? And it was just like, man, one, I didn't have any creative control on it. Yeah. Uh, another one I did for money, specifically for money. Yeah. And I was just like. Sometimes you got to do it. Yeah. Sometimes that, that happens in a, in a fucking career. But nothing like Folgers. Got- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. There was one movie where uh, I, I, $50,000 came from a liquor sponsor. And for that fifty grand, and it was in cash. 
uh, they wanted their product on screen for four minutes. And it was, oh, oh yeah. That's brutal. Four, four minutes is an eternity in, uh, in uh, movies. And anything. Uh, imagine a four-minute sketch about I can barely last during sex four minutes. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> about a liqueur. This was a liqueur, not even a like. If it was Jim Beam or something, you could yeah, have it in every scene or Budweiser. Scene, yeah. yeah, this was a, a liqueur. I forget the name of it, but they were on set. They made sure that that it, it was in the scenes that it was supposed to be in, and everything else. But then my character had to drink it. Uh, so everybody was like, "I don't understand. Like you, you were a really cool character in that movie, but you're drinking liqueur throughout it, yeah, and like you can't tell people liqueur. that's exactly what it was. It was orange. Oh, <laughs> it was orange. I just went for the worst one I could think of, <laughs> and that's what it was. Or maybe it was banana in a, cream liqueur. It was what in do you like put a, that a in? heart-shaped oh, yeah. glass bottle too. And it was just like, oh my god. You're so, just staring in the scene. You're like, oh god. I, I think I had to rewrite the scene to where the guy was drunk enough that he just grabbed anything behind the bar, and it happened to be this, mm. and then was carrying it around for this scene and another scene. And uh, yeah, you run into shit like that where you're just like, eh, yeah. I, I don't really want to do that. Um, so, so, so I understand it. Sometimes uh, you got to get that uh, the paycheck. You know, fucking rent doesn't pay itself. We it, all know that it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, there was another thing when we were in Vegas together that was really interesting to me. Uh, it was a bunch of us all in a room together. It was uh, me, you, Randy Couture, uh, Graham Allen was in there. Um, uh, Forrest Whitaker was also on the show. There was a bunch of people. Forrest Griffin. Forrest Griffin. Uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Love to have Forrest Whitaker on the show. Um, uh, Forrest Griffin was on the show, but uh, we'll get Forrest Whitaker eventually. Yeah. Um, Forrest Griffin was on the show, and somebody wrote in. A bunch of people wrote in. Uh, this would be like the, the Expendables. If it was you in the military and you had five guys to do an expendable movies with, who would be your five? I'm not in military, so you don't have to say me out of, out of niceness. Okay, so so <laughs> who, who, wait, yeah, I get, I get a dream team of guys of your guys that are that are all military. Oh man, because they, they all have to be military. Yeah, because if and the reason being is somebody uh, look a bunch of people wrote in. One person specific said, "Do you know how much money you would make if you made an expendables movie for?" Just the, the the biggest badasses in in, in military. And I well, was then like, I wouldn't. Shit. I wouldn't be in that list because I am definitely not one of the biggest. But badasses. in that world, though, you're massive. Like you know, who uh, who shit, else would be man. with you, Clint? Uh, definitely Clint Romache. I mean, yeah. Medal of Honor recipient, just and phenomenal, phenomenal dude. I should actually say that first because that's what's most important. Uh, he's, he's great, great guy, great guy. Probably pick Tim Kennedy. You know, he's just a bundle of life. Uh, he's a well. Tim is seasoned gentleman. Tim he's a is fighter. consistently interesting every day in day out. Like you don't know what you're going to get in a, in a beautiful way because he, Tim he is snorts like seven lines of life every morning. Every like, line, like his energy. It. Is on another fucking planet. Like I wish I could. I wish I had. And I have a lot of energy. Yeah. But Tim Kennedy's energy is he's, he's, it's incredible. He's on it, man. Good dude too. Dakota. I could see Dakota. Yeah, I, Dakota for sure. I'm just going Dakota with Meyer. all the badasses around me. Um, I'm just gonna Marcus Luttrell would be fun in there. He was fun to work with on Range 15. Well, I'm gonna give a shameless plug to 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 Tom Spooner. He's a, he's a retired absolute badass, and he runs the Warriors Heart Foundation. So okay. I'm gonna plug them because they do a. Um, some rehab for people that have substance abuse, and they also do um, LEO, um, EMS, uh, veterans. Anybody can go to their program. It's phenomenal. And he is a living fucking legend. So you could probably just put him and replace all, all of us guys, with yeah. him, yeah. and then he saves the world, and that's totally just. Yeah. So I, I like the pitch, and, and when, I, when I read that, I was like, ah, fuck, I don't think we've ever seen that before. Because um, they've put in, you know, obviously – veterans in movies what was the fucking seal one uh, act of valor or mm -hmm. uh yeah 
The yeah. active valve. I mean, those are all, I believe, seals. They were real, they're, they're yeah. reserve seals, I believe. I might be speaking out of context, but I mean, that was the Navy essentially helped fund that. So it was a recruitment tool. I mean, God. Right. Brilliant. With with all of this, uh, dude, a, a veteran expendable list would be, right. that would be an awesome fucking movie to say. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll be in it. Fuck it. Yeah. As long as I can always shoot from the hip, like Arnold back in like Commando or something. That's, that's your that's, guy. That's my dude, man. That's your dude. That's yeah. my dude. That's your dude. I didn't hear him coming. I smelled them. Uh, yeah. Come on, dude. It's <laughs> fucking commando, man. I could watch it shit all day. Yeah. That look. There, there's, a, day. there's a lot of fucking shit like that. Like, because uh, there was a there was a rumor that Ron, Ronda Rousey was going to do one. Do you uh, see? She just signed with the WWE last night. So that po- that popped fuck, up last man. night, yeah. and she's but she signed like a five year deal. This is like a no joking around like. And she's not doing just appearances. Yeah, she is going to be in the ring, like the fucking rock. She br- brilliant, brilliant move by her. Fucking, that's what I think. And financially, don't you think they backed up the truck for her? Oh, one hundred percent. Because she already has the personality. She has that legacy of being a legend in the sport. She knows she can't compete in the UFC anymore, based off of the up and coming talent like Amanda Nunez and all these other chicks right. that are not cyborg, great at one discipline. They're fucking hammers at everything. And so I think that was probably her Her agent was like, hey, let's get you into this because she'll be phenomenal. She knows probably coaches the WWE guys on judo throws and how to do crazy ass shit. And those are big, big paychecks. If, yeah. If, I mean, she walked into the ring last night and people went bug fuck. Really? Oh, I mean, everybody stopped and she came out. And what white, like, I don't say all white trash to watch WWE, but like, come on, that's like Ronda Rousey. I mean, that's hell yeah. You know, the thing about it is, and this is what a lot of people in entertainment don't realize, uh, WWE financially destroys across the board yeah people buy buy their merchandise they they buy the pay-per-view yeah. they buy all of that shit whereas you know th- there's some elements of sports especially hollywood related where it's just they don't fucking they don't understand like if you took a wd a wwf or wwe star uh like the rock john cena yeah. those guys are destroying hollywood because they have such a massive fan base that's those exactly the, why those are the people who are actually paying for shit so even though they're perceived as, as white trash or redneck that's your audience like that's they're, well, they're really that was just shit. a blanket stereotype i don't think I mean, no, there's a no, lot but of it is. diversity it, that watches it but, it is but yeah. i guarantee you every person would kill to have that audience of like shit now ronda is stepping into that world. Well, yeah, and she'll pull her, you know, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's the back end of that deal was, hey, you have the X amount of deliverables as posting as far as, you know, subjecting your audience to the WWE sure. and all that. And I mean, what, when I watched, smart. here's the fucked up thing. When I watched it, you're like, uh, I might watch her. That's, that's like, serious. I was like, like, maybe I should turn this back Saturday on again. It's Saturday night and you got the WWE on. You're like, motherfucker, they got me. Yeah. It was like when I paid a hundred and whatever dollars for fucking Mayweather and McGregor. I'm yeah. like, they got me. They got me. So, sons of a bitches. That Monday Night Raw series, because I, I look on Twitter, but, you know, doing five shows a week, I'm always looking for the top subjects and things to talk about. Every Monday, it's it's either one or two trending as soon as Monday Night Raw hits, and it's like, God damn it, still to this day? Like, as a kid, that was my jam. Well, of course, I think it was, and then you have a lot more, you know, like when the UFC came on, why would you ever watch wrestling? But, I mean, I think there's a huge entertainment component as far as the WWE, and good on people that watch it. I. I can't get behind it. It's just so fucking cheesy. Yeah. But those guys are honestly like crazy good athletes. And I think that's one thing you can't talk shit on is, I mean, they're doing like fucking double backflips on the, you know, slam yeah, yeah, moves yeah. and yeah. they're crazy athletic. Well, when the, when the rock was in it, I, I used to flip over occasionally. John Cena was always funny. I like the guys with personality. The problem is there's nobody with a personality anymore. 
Um, that's why yeah. The Rock is still going back. Like if you if you notice, him and John Cena still go back for the big events. Really? Yeah, they get their uh, giant appearance fee, but they also don't want to leave that audience. So this allows oh, them to not. go yeah. to go back and forth into that world. But the reason, John Cena. Yeah, exactly. John Cena is still the best sketch you've ever shown me. By the way, uh, the John Cena prank call the on prank YouTube. Call? Oh, if you haven't seen Next it, level. best sketch ever. Next but the level. reason why I was bringing up Ronda Rousey was there was uh, at the time an Expendables movie that was going to be the Bells Bells okay. with the top badass females in it. It was going to be like Gina Carano and some other people. I think now with a Ronda Rousey joining WWE, getting her name even bigger than it was. Yeah. A movie like that is now possible. I'm sure that was in the back of her mind of like, all right, cool. I want to be John Cena. How the fuck do I become John Cena in movies? And things that like or that. if you just talk to a lot of MMA guys, they're like, if other opportunity presents itself that pays more and then you don't have to do the whole punching in the face thing. Yeah. They're kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm in my mid late thirties. I'm kind of over getting fucking socked in the head for a couple hundred grand. I can't see somebody like McGregor doing it though. Going to WWE. Oh no, that guy's smart. He he surrounds himself with a lot of businessmen. Like I know he's trying to get points in the UFC for his yeah. next fight. Yeah. And if he fights Nate Diaz, who do you want him to see fight? By the way, I don't know. I think the most entertaining fight is probably you know let's Diaz. T- take three with Diaz, yeah. but. Who knows? I mean, like Khabib and all these other guys. He'll never fight Khabib. Dude, I don't no. Think. I mean, I just, it's That's a too terrible much. matchup yeah. for him. And honestly, the money won't be there in that fight unless Khabib's more in the hype train and wins the belt. I don't know. But it's, I, I don't know where he fits. If but it's he, he Diaz, we go. Oh, yeah. We go. One of the best sporting events I ever went to in my life was when we saw McGregor at, uh, at Madison Square Garden. It's a fun time. Fuck. That, I think that was the first. Maybe the first time I saw UFC in person too. That was the first one I've ever been to with Eddie Alvarez when he won this yeah, second yeah, championship belt. I was worried that there was going to be a cage and how far away you were and all that stuff. I mean, we were goddamn ringside, so it was awesome. But uh, with the cage, I was like, oh, maybe there won't be angles I- I'll be able to see because I- I've been to a lot of boxing matches and it's open, right? So you can at least see from a lot of places. But I had a problem whatsoever, and I was just like, God damn, this is amazing! Like after bit, going, but sometimes like the submission work and when they're on the ground, it's hard to see exactly what they're doing inside of the body so you have to look at the monitor but yeah. it's a good experience i think you got to go at least one uh, I mean, the energy if, of the crowd if is it's just mcgregor crazy. diaz we go i don't care where it's i'm at. in i don't care where it's at uh and then w- daniel cormay not to talk too much mma yeah. who's um 205 light heavyweight champion is stepping up to fight steve miocic july he- 7th yeah yep. for the heavyweight title which is champion versus champion man. who wins that yeah, that is just a fucking great fight. Every time I shit on Cormier, he just keeps winning. And You're it's like, like, look at this cheeseburger, uh, you yes. motherfucker. Okay, he just knocked that dude out. Okay, he just submitted that dude. I'm re- I'm ready to stop betting against that guy, and uh, I I'll, I'll go Cormier that fight. All right, I mean Stipe's a beast, dude. I know. He's fucking whipped up on Ningando. Yep, so. yep. Uh, but I just, I just love this sport. You yeah, know? yeah. I love it. I just I still think he's got one more thing in him. Um, yeah, just that sounds one That's, more. Yeah, just one, one more fight. Like that voice is gonna be stuck in my fucking head all I, day. You tell know? the audience you did a great sketch. Um, that that's of the planet Earth. Just did a little funny, silly one that it's we really funny. The Planet voice Earth. was great. <laughs> oh, you helped me. So the, the, the voice was fucking awesome, though. <laughs> Been watching too much. Planet I'm a big Earth. fan. That's like your jam. That's your go-to. I, I enjoy it. You, you can check out. You know, there's no politics in animals. It's just nature, and I love it. Who do you go TV show wise? Because you don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch any TV, and so nothing at all. 
Because your wife watches Black Mirror. I'm a Black Mirror guy. She watches yeah, Black Mirror well, occasionally when we're like going to bed and have my laptop. We'll like put on Family Guy, but I've seen most all Family Guys. Um, yeah, whatever she's into, she watches like background, you know, noise for the most part. But I don't. I just know I can get sucked into TV shows. Back in TV the military, and movie. yeah, dude, you, that's you don't watch. the burn time. I was just overseas. I would run through all the seasons of every freaking show and. And now you don't watch anything. I can't, man. No. I feel so guilty if I burn two hours. I feel so guilty. Live sporting events is about the only thing I see you watch on a consistent basis. Yeah, you play, UFC. That's you it. play a lot of music, too. Yeah, quite, um, quite a bit. Like a lot. So like uh, around the house, you would rather pick up a guitar, play stuff and record stuff than watch a TV show, which yeah. I think is actually better because at least you're doing something productive my, with your my time. my brain. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, I enjoy that more than sitting down and kind of being lethargic and watching someone else entertain me. But at the same time, you do have to be entertained to derive inspiration as an artist. Yeah. I'll never call myself an artist. I just, uh, that was. So yeah. what, what is that inspiration? Mine is music. Yeah, me too. You and I are both musical. Yeah, I, I, but 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 I like to go stop. see them in concert as well. So that way, I feel like all right. I don't like people, so I don't go to concerts. That's what it is, right? Seriously. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. That's your thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you hate the people. Like leaving Shot Show. <laughs> we we stayed too long and it was closed out, and you're in that group of people like cattle carting out, and I was like, man, this is exactly what I love to do with my fucking life is be surrounded <laughs> by like six thousand. I I hate it so much. Yeah, you don't like people. No. I mean, not by the way to to. To clarify for the audience, I don't like people. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not that you hate people, but big crowds. Uh, you'd like to. You're you're more of a homebody. Yeah, I, I just I like being mellow and having being very in control of my environment. And the more people you add to that, and the more distractions, it's very heightening for me and yeah. over overstimulating. And I'm I'm very on not edge, but it just I don't, I can't relax in those like situations if, yeah big crowds and all this and especially even with my wife and stuff i'm like thinking about okay who's this guy looking at me this and that and it's my own problem it's nothing from like the military it's just kind yeah, of yeah, how yeah. i'm genetically yeah. built yeah but i your online persona versus who you are in person is so drastically different people would expect the uh, the opposite of like oh i bet you matt's out doing shots on top of a well, bar i'm really crazy for sure but it's yeah. very compartmentalized i'm at home drinking you know maybe a three finger thing of scotch or whiskey three but I'm, fingers three yeah years. mcconaughey that was his three thing uh, i'll never forget i've worked to a, i worked a party for mcconaughey and that was that was what he always said hey man just give me three fingers of tequila in a glass and that was That's it yeah but but he did it 19 times and it was like of course boy you were fucking house, sir. That's a good thing about going good to Texas. Be like, I only had three whiskeys. Now they're going to be like quads, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, you judge it by the uh, what was that? The vessel it comes in. So the, the, the the vessel, one, just the girth one. of it. Oh shit! One thing I wanted to tell you about that yeah. that Rousey thing last night, which was awesome. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper's Rowdy Roddy Piper's uh, family gave her the jacket since she took the nickname. Uh, Rowdy from uh, from from Mr. Piper himself. Yeah. They gave her the jacket and the T-shirt to come into the ring last night. Oh shit, that's his, awesome. his actual jacket. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking cool. So I was I was like, ah, oh, way to oh, go, full circle, way to go. Uh, I want to chat about the book now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> fuck. I've talked about this on my show to the <sighs> so I'm blue in the face. We've had listeners, they don't understand. Um, well, neither do I, so. We, we finished that in June of yeah. tw 2017, right? Which reminds me, I need to send another email today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But we, we, we've been done for, we're going on month eight at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, explain the process for the people at home that may not understand it. Because I, I don't, 
I don't want anybody to think it's us. We've look the publisher signed off on it. Yeah, we finished. When it. I was on Dakota Myers podcast, I, I spoke on it a little bit. Yeah, ultimately, what happens, especially if you want to like really you know cross your T's and dot your I's, is getting DOD approval. Because I do tell a few war stories in this book, and I'm, I'm very you know understanding of operational security and opsec. And you know, obviously, you co-wrote it with me. There's we don't put any time, exact time, exact places, exact names, locations. I mean, none, yeah. none of that. No. It's just super basic stuff. It's like this happened in this circumstance and that's about it. But obviously we want to get approved to make sure we don't piss anybody off at the DOD or at the military. But unfortunately, I mean that the second we finished it, we approved and then it went to the DOD and there's kind of been like a mix up with them over there. I don't know. I mean, shit, man, if anybody has a direct line of that office, we have one POC there and you know, she, she works a lot and, and I bet it's a very challenging job, but ultimately right. they like sent it for another approval which I don't know why. I don't know if it's because the narrative, because we're very just fuck it kind of. Yeah. But we speak very highly of the military. Not once is there anything negative or even the connotation is negative. It's very pro-military, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where yeah. I, yeah. one of my favorite places I've ever been was serving the military. Because you're, you're one of the, you're, you're one of, and I would say it's 50-50 with military books. You're one of the few people who loved it, enjoyed it, talked about your, your time, what a great time you had in it. There is other people who are just like, I hated it. I was bored. I wanted to get out. Blah blah blah. Um, and you were you were not like that. So I can't. Well, that's and that's the weird part because there's all these other books that are like contemporary events, and you're they're timelining it. They're naming specific individuals that were on those targets. That's not what my book does. Yet they got approved by the DOD. So yeah. I don't know where the holdup is. Maybe there's fucking I bang someone's girlfriend back in the day or something. I don't know, man. Did so. you ever talk to Tonto? How, how long was his process? I wonder. Uh, his was, I believe, like seven. Seven months. Okay. So it's about where we're at. We're at now, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we do want that out for the people, and, and I know I've, I've talked well, about it a million times. it's challenging. You like, dump your heart and soul into something, yes, and then and it's you like, want it out. hey, wait, wait a wait, year. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the hardest thing when you're just like, man, this because it's great what we've done. I just want it out into the world for people of to see. Um, and that, that question's happened a lot. Uh, last but not least, yeah. we, we do something called the revolutionary figure of the day uh, on our show. Is there anybody in your life that was a revolutionary figure that you looked up to, maybe either starting your YouTube channel or Facebook page that you were like, man, if I could be like so-and-so, who would that guy be? Uh, I mean, I've said this a lot. I'll, I'll throw it out to my former team leader and squad leader who um, were KIA and objective with me. And uh, those guys really just were, they defined to me what being a man and being a ranger was. And honestly, you know, I was, this is my second deployment and it was a pretty sh shitty situation. And I think that I just looked up to those dudes about being a dude, like just being a good guy and realizing how fragile life is. And they kind of unknowingly taught me so many lessons and I still live to this day just by their example. And so absolutely. I mean, the, those two guys, it was a very definitive moment for me, sure. was, you know, 18 or 19 when that happened. And you're talking about Bremen Barraza. Yeah. Way. Yes. Yes. Sergeant Bremen, Sergeant Barraza. And so, I mean, like at the time I, I was just a kid thinking I was invincible and you kind of really set your standard. You look up someone as a mentor. I want to be like that. I want to be fucking strong how he is. I want to be as good a shot as he is. And, yeah, so that's awesome. I define my whole life by those guys. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, as well, you should. I mean, that's a that's a big moment in your life. Um, Black Rifle Coffee as a company, you guys are moving to San Antonio. You're going there tonight. Yes. Um, uh, are you excited? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you excited? Is this going to be your final resting place? You think for the company itself? Yeah, corporate for sure. Um, so like Utah will still be here. This will be production in Salt Lake City roasting. 
And then we're moving to Texas. You know, there's some good tax um, incentivization there. There's it's great tax incentive there. Yeah, the, yeah. The, and that's not really why. We really want to bring the company to the people that support us. And Texas is by far per capita the largest supporter base across our social for the company. And so just bringing corporate headquarters to Texas, starting opening our brick-and-mortar retail shops, uh, it's kind of where we want to start the new era of Black Rifle Coffee and then obviously take it nationwide for, for retail stores. So it's going to be a grueling process, but a very rewarding and fun one at the same time. Yeah. And uh, when I was in Las Vegas, I saw you guys, uh, the Golden Knights game, which I was crazy. That's the NHL. To try mm-hmm. to crack the NHL, MLB or, or the NBA is really hard. Um, is there any more of those in the future as far as like maybe the Dallas Cowboys would yeah. be a great fit for, for Black Rifle Coffee? You know, I'll uh, say that would be a great fit. <laughs> I hope to potentially work with them in the future. Mark, uh, Mark Cuban also owns the Dallas Mavericks. That would be mm-hmm. an awesome fit for you guys. He's, he's very pro pro-military yeah um, and honestly that's what we need to do with the company is make it more not just niche audience but bring it to just america as a whole and then have people support the message that we're bringing and be like wow i can vote with my dollar i can support this pro-military pro-law enforcement coffee company that's not only saying they're going to do awesome things they're actioning on it and oh by the way here's something you can see we're doing for the community and by supporting us that's what the fuck we're doing and we're kind of hopefully revolutionizing the way people look at business where we are for profit obviously but at the end of the day we are going to give way more where it's not about nickel and diamond, you know, cutting points and points, barely fractions of points off of percentage points and higher profit margins. It's more like, no, how do we create a community that we enjoy and we get a laugh? What's, what's a million dollars, but, or what's 1.2 million. I'll take the million if that makes the company grow and have more fun. Not right. me personally, but the company. Sure. So, yeah. So. Sure. And uh, speaking of revolutionizing, Thank you for being on Ross oh Patterson Revolution. I'm just freaking out, Ross. Um, this is Matt Best. You're not only uh, one of my best friends, but you Thanks, were, you, you you run uh, arguably my favorite company in the United States, and it's help awesome run. to see you guys row. <laughs> yeah, help run. Exactly. It's a team. Evan's not here. Teamwork yeah. makes Evan's the dream work. It does. It does. All me. Evan doesn't do anything. <laughs> Actually, no one at Black Rifle does anything. No. I wake up and do 112 people's job. I wake up. <laughs> I sit in my throne, and then I wait for everyone else to come and bring me stuff. <laughs> That's no, we have an amazing team at, at Black Rifle. Or, or the guys that work for us are fucking phenomenal. So uh, It's awesome. Look, you're one of my best friends, uh, one of the funniest guys I know. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, from Mr. Matt Bess, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. I, what's your favorite song? I'd like to add it to Whoa. the end of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve Ray Vaughan, Little Wing. Little Wing. Uh, have fun with that nine minutes of greatness. Boy. <laughs> I think it's like six. Can I attach that to the end of this? Boom. Probably not, but I'm going to anyways. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to put Stevie Ray Vaughan Little Wing at the end of this show because it, it that is your favorite. Oh, we, we got caught in a we got caught in a hole on it the other night. Really? God damn, it was good. Remember yeah, that? I yeah. was just like Jesus Christ. I, I thought it was Hendrix at first. No, nope. nope. That's no. my boy, Stevie Ray Vaughan. We're going to put that at the end of the episode right. for this. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being it. Thanks, brother. Cheers. <laughs>